Hello, welcome to Reversal of the Muse. My name is Laura Marling. This week I am talking to a lady by the name of Pamela who runs a guitar shop in uh, Nashville called Fanny's, which makes me blush a little bit. It means something very different in America. And I, uh, I, I asked her if I could interview her sort of on the fly because I have bought a couple of guitars from her and I happened to uh, happen upon her shop a few moons ago when I was wandering around Nashville looking for something to do. And I went in and there was no one there when I walked in so I went and looked at some of the vintage guitars and I was about to put my hand up to grab one and I heard a sort of, you know, a shuffle of a person behind me and I thought, oh no, it's going to be somebody ready perhaps to... uh, give me the hard sell or uh, perhaps maybe patronise me just a little bit inadvertently and I was reaching for a fairly higher priced guitar so I like to be left alone with them because they're quite a big decision to make if I'm gonna buy spend my dollar on 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 something like that anyway I turned around and to my uh, surprise it was a a lady and uh, it was Pamela who owned the shop and she was just about to tell me that the guitar I was about to pick up was a 1969 Gibson 12-string and uh, I collect things from 1969 so that was nice and I ended up buying that guitar and it was it's it's brought me lots of joy but the main thing is that I'd never seen a a, a woman in a guitar shop uh, as a clerk let alone owning one and it was a joyous experience um, buying a guitar from her and I've I've, um, become a repeat customer but I managed to get her to sit down with me uh, for a little while and talk about what it's like running a guitar shop and um, whether she notices uh, women having a similar experience to me when when uh, when they go in. And uh, she was really really interesting and very accommodating. And um, this was our chat. Um, please do come and see us again at Reversal of the Muse. My theory is that women, uh, like girls, young girls, need to be taught by women. There needs to be more women teaching them. I Especially. totally agree. I'm, I'm also a sports person. I grew up in doing sports and music, and I felt similar about that. I, I think it's important for women to coach women's sports, and not everybody believes that. But, it, yeah, I think there is a difference um, in the way that women teach. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to generalize probably this whole interview, and I don't mean to generalize, but I think just in in general um, there is a difference and what do you think that difference is because you teach guitar here don't you i don't lee does lee does yeah lee does teach um i it is important for women for young boys also to be taught by women mm. because then they'll never question and i said this in my speech they'll never question whether a woman can play guitar or play piano or play banjo or whatever it is They'll never question that because their teacher, when they were little also, was a female. Mm. So, so it works both ways for kids. Mm. Um, you know, but if, if you grow up and your only teacher, you know, the only teachers that you have access to are, are men, that's just kind of what you think. So and that was my experience. I'm 54. So I started playing in like fifth grade, so in the 70s. And uh, I, I played bass, actually. And... Um, you know that there weren't any female bass players at that time. Yeah. Um, so from Carol Kay. I didn't know about Carol Kay for right. long, forever. Mm. You know, no one did. Mm. You know, people are still finding out about the women that we have on the walls here. 
Yes. Yeah, which, which is one of the things we do. We, we're, we're part of educating. Yes. Yeah. It's like a celebration of the greatest yes. female guitarist. Yeah. So you and your partner run this shop, mm-hmm. and it's and around the shop, it's a guitar shop predominantly and a vintage clothing shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, around the shop are pictures of various women mm-hmm. guitarists, and outside there's a mural of... Mm-hmm. Joni's in there and Sister Maria Thorpe or Tharp is it? Sister Rosetta Thorpe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. That shows my knowledge. No. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's it's learning and we all have to learn about them. Yeah. They were left out. Women have been left out of history and um just in general. So in the musical history of course also. Yeah. So and that's one of the things we we try to do is educate. This whole place is about giving back really and having a space that we didn't have. Um growing up and we believe that music is so important and so powerful mm. um for for healing um and the and oh i'm gonna sound like i'm on a soapbox but yeah the world needs a lot of healing and we think music is one area that can do that so yeah um yeah but yeah we're always about yep that's carol Kay, and she's on over eight thousand tracks you know yeah and you, and you just see people's eyes go what how come i've never heard of her yeah you know, I don't know. And who was, um, uh, again, this is mm-hmm. showing a lack of knowledge, but who was the, the, mm-hmm. the Les Pauls, the woman who played with Les Paul? Mary Ford. Mary Ford. Yeah, that was his wife. Yes, of course, yeah. Yes, and I didn't know about Mary Ford either mm. um, until I started researching people to, you know, put on the walls. Yeah. I had no idea that Les Paul's wife played guitar and played circles around him at times yeah they were as good yes. as each other if not yeah yeah those uh, those records are re- i find really haunting for that reason because yeah. there's i feel like there's something unspoken in the fact that like this is extraordinary guitar player it, it is yeah and we only yeah. know les paul's name yeah, yeah. well i do yeah, yeah well <laughs> me too at the time you know yeah and i'm from here so yeah you can always say well i don't you know <laughs> yes i was in the shires that's not paying right. attention. <laughs> Um, yeah. So did you, I mean, had you owned a guitar shop before you set up this space? No, I, I uh, Lee and I both went to Belmont College. We were in the music business program. Mm. And uh, and I was interested in more of the, the, well, I was a bass player also and a singer, but uh, my interest was in the business part of music. And, um, and I ended up doing several different things in the business. I was in publishing and uh, record labels and and everything else. I ended up uh, then about nine years ago, I got out of the business, actually. Mm. Um, it was kind of toxic and uh, got out of it for a long time. And then I ended up just by chance going into management uh, for an artist that I really, really uh, just thought was amazing. Mm. And uh, I did that for two years, I guess. And um, all the while, though, Lee and I were working on this idea of, of opening a music store mm. and, um, and she's always been a player she's a, a musician f- that's how she thinks that's how she works she's very focused um, whereas I'm more big picture so we're a good team in that way yeah um, but yeah she thinks like a musician she knows how to read music I always played by ear so what I've noticed, especially in these conversations, is that there's a lot of women who maybe it's not underconfidence, but it's a lot of women who are, who have. Um, I mean, there's not always this. I, I, I know, I know, and have spoken to many extroverted or more extroverted women. Mm-hmm. But when I started, I started making music when I was uh, 16, and I left school, and I made my first record when I was 17, and 
I've just made my sixth record. Uh And I've been in studios a lot and I've never suffered, you know, from, I've never suffered at the hands of dominant masculine environments really. But I've, um, I was so shy. You know, I was a very quiet, um, uh, shy teenager. And I didn't, um, and I didn't really find a voice until, you know, recently, and I'm 26 now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there was never any women around. Mm-hmm. And I grew up, you know, I grew up with sisters and, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I just began to wonder what, what, I just began to, 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 to tally up the amount of guitar shops I'd been into and <laughs> how many times I'd had to prove to somebody that I wasn't a first time guitar buyer or yeah. player or whatever. And then how many times I'd gone into studios and I'd had to, I've started to assert myself more, but how much, I didn't realize what that pressure amounted to and how much that um, interacts with, um, interferes with the creative process before you even begin. Mm. So that's why we're, we're discussing with people like whether there's a gentleness maybe. I mean, I, I don't know what the answer is, maybe, but is there some quality to the way that women approach music that's very different to men? Or is it is gender not the thing? It's an interesting question. I think women are... I mean, women are just different than men in many, many ways. So, of course, I think their creative process is going to be different. Um, I, it's interesting that you were talking about uh, I hadn't thought about that struggle from the very beginning like walking in a studio that's an interesting um, thing that I've not heard from, from people and I would imagine that is mm. very difficult um, we've talked about writing a book <laughs> mm. of the the inappropriate and stupid things that people have said to women as they go into a music store. Oh my God, that would be yeah, fantastic. Because, you know, there are the, the ones that everybody knows. Um, are you buying that for your boyfriend? Or, you know, but even, um, we have a teacher here who, who only plays Barry Sax. Mm-hmm. She plays, a, a, I mean, that's what she does for a living. She teaches piano here. Um, but she plays Barry Sax. Now, Barry Sax is a huge saxophone. Mm-hmm. that big one yeah. that makes that kind of honky, funny sound. I used to play that. No way. Yeah. 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 And and she um she talks about even for her now when she's going to a gig uh people will say, "Oh, that's so nice that you're carrying your boyfriend's uh sacks for him." <laughs> and and she's always like, "What? Are you, you know, so even within uh other instruments yeah. i always really thought it was more about a, a guitar kind of thing mm. um but i you know i grew up i played trombone in uh from grade school through high school mm. and that was not a, a necessarily instrument that that a lot of women played either mm. um so i guess it's kind of it goes everywhere um uh, for all instruments but uh definitely in the in the in the guitar world and people have done dissertations I think I was telling you that on that question why do yes you know why do women stay away from guitar as much you know um, I also found out something when I was trying to get um, different pictures to put up we have a small drum section and I thought Karen Carpenter mm-hmm what else that's it nope. you know I, and I really thought that drumming was something that women were allowed to do and allowed to play. And it wasn't until I started searching that it's 
it's it's really one of the last ones. Yeah. I think within the last few years, we've seen a lot of female drummers. Uh, yeah. Kid Rock has a, a, a female drummer. Um, there's some popular bands that have had female drummers. Yeah. And bass players have always kind of, I think because they're in the back, you know, it's a little more comfortable. You can be quiet, yeah. you know. So that's always been kind of okay, too. But drummers. Yeah. Wow. There's a total lack. Yeah, there is. Well, actually, funny enough, today I was putting together this lineup of female yeah. house band and um there's so many good female drummers in london i'm having trouble picking one which is fantastic yeah um uh and, and but not here but not here yeah i i that's interesting i wonder whether there is a there's a transatlantic difference in could be we were talking discussing before the mics turned on that i interviewed dolly and emmy lou yesterday yeah. and in my very nervous preamble chat with dolly I was talking about this friend of a friend of mine who's designing a guitar with two boob cutaways in it, basically. Yeah. And, um... (laughs) What did she say? Oh, my God. And she was like, oh, the double scoop? And I was like, yes, Dolly. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And uh, and I think, I I feel sort of, I mean, this is my, I'm giving away my own insecurity, but I feel sort of unlaid, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a very ladylike person, but there's something about holding a guitar, lugging, I'm forever lugging guitars around, you know, I don't, I don't love doing that. Yeah. And I don't love the way that that, that it hurts my back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that led to the conversation with Dolly and Emily about why, whether they've experienced um, or, un, you know, noticed a difference between female creativity and female guitar players and whatever. And mm-hmm. they're both obviously extraordinary guitar players. Yes. And they said, and I think that, w- I think there was a slight generational thing, but they mm-hmm. said, um, you know, it was just if you were good enough. If you were good, as good as the boys, then basically, then you you were you, and you could fit in. You could fit in, and I was like, well, yeah, yeah, of course. The mm-hmm. standards have got to be exactly the same, but I think there's a little hiccup before you get there in like women aren't encouraged to achieve those standards, same standards as men. Yeah, I'd agree. Mm. I would agree, and I I think that is a little generational also. I know Dolly probably got her first guitar from a catalog, maybe even. Mm. Um, so she may not even have. I don't know that for sure, but. Possibly, mm-hmm. um, she would have been in the catalog and, and ordered. Uh, there's a picture of my mother when you first come in, and she's holding a, a guitar. Oh, yeah. And when she was about 13, and that would have got come out of the Price Sears and Roebuck catalog. Right. So there wasn't a music store necessarily. You bought music. You bought guitars at at uh, Western Autos and and you know just different stores. Mm. Um, so, and then Emmy Lou, I'm 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 not I'm not sure. Um, you know, she her background is she was really embedded, really, it with with guitar players. That whole scene in California in the seventies was yeah. uh, with Joni. Also, uh, yeah. it was a little more maybe open. Yeah, maybe I, you know I don't know. Um, and then I think something happened. I think something happened in the sixties with the word feminism. Mm. I think something became nasty about it and um and i'm you know there are lots of research about why that is also but what i've noticed working around young kids now that are players and and um is they don't think about it Mm. they're not going to take it (laughs) they're they're just not um and and you're i think you're probably one of those two if you're 26 yeah that's where you're at you're like what's the problem here i'm noticing an issue i didn't know existed Mm. Let's fix this. Yeah. 
you know whereas yeah and I, I'm I'm in a great sort of dichotomy because I absolutely love it when someone tells me I'm a good guitar player oh yeah I love it but it's quite often followed by or insinuated but oh god you're a surprisingly good guitar player for a girl for a girl yeah. which is you know I'm not sure I'd give up that compliment for the sake of feminism <laughs> um but yeah me neither but you know that 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 that's something maybe that will just yeah blur out eventually in in twenty years or whatever it won't I be. I think it will. Yeah, I do. I I don't know that I would have said that twenty years ago. Mm. Um, but I think it will. I've really been around a lot in Nashville. There's a huge little group of of women that are playing, and um, some are better than others. And and but it doesn't stop them. Mm. It it doesn't stop them. And I, you know. Something happens with girls when they get in their teens, too, uh, um, where they stop being interested in, in lots of things. And I think, uh, uh, like, there's a whole group of, of people that are working with young girls to get them more interested in, in uh, architecture. And, yeah, and science. And sciences. Yeah. Um, something happens to little girls when they get that particular age where they become maybe interested in boys. Mm. And so they... Demure is that the word? Hmm. Maybe, um, I'm not sure if that's the word or not. But they may take a back seat, right? Just to whatever that that animal instinct is that's happening during that time. Yeah. So so there's so there's that. Um, but I see in the United States, for in particular, you know, the young kids are they're just really going after it. Yeah. I, I'm 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 impressed mm. actually. Um, the fact that you're 26 and you're you're taking on this issue just within this little little uh, this thing here. There are lots of women that are trying to do good work, and that was the thing at the She Rocks Award. Mm. There were all these little pockets of of people in that room that were all doing what what they thought was necessary in their communities mm. and in their you know because it's like the starfish thing it means something to them you know when, mm. you know the starfish story no i don't uh, um there's a guy walking along the beach and he's picking up these starfish that have washed in and um they're and he's throwing them back in the ocean and somebody walks up to him and says you know you can't you can't save all these starfish there's too many what are you doing and he's he says that that doesn't mean anything, and and the guy says, well, it means something to this one, mm. and he throws it back in. You know, that's the starfish thing. Mm. Um, whereas within your own little little world and your community, to to continue to do the good work, mm. and that's what we try to do. Yeah, that's what's so fantastic about this place. Well, just that somebody could come along, some like young girl could come along, and just just this could be her first experience of a guitar could. shop. Yeah, that's extraordinary. You know, Taylor Swift came in like three years ago. Okay. And, uh, you know, like her or not like her, mm. whatever you think about her, she has inspired so many young girls to pick yes. up a guitar. Yeah. And I think Joni Mitchell did the same thing and Joan Baez in the folk scene in the 70s. Mm. Um, but the media being the way it is now, Taylor can reach millions of young girls mm -hmm. and has. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, just a lovely person. She's so lovely. Yeah. And has her head on in a way where she's, she understands how important it is for her to behave and, and, and how young girls are looking to her. And I, I think that's a, a huge thing for her. And uh, we have, because she came here, 
and she mentioned us in the press. We have, and that was three years ago. She's been in twice. That was three years ago. We have at least once a week a young girl, usually their mom, mm-hmm. come to Nashville and come to Fanny's House of Music to buy their first guitar or to come in and see where she signed a poster. Mm. Um, you know, it's still out there in the in the ether on online. So even though it's been three years, once a week somebody comes in mm. that's inspired by her and and may buy her own, her first guitar here. Oh, that's brilliant. It, 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 it's just that one little thing that she did. And I know? think, like, I, I've got a lot of time for Taylor Swift um, for many reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think she's a great, she's, but I think it's worth mentioning that she's a great extroverted, mm-hmm. you know, she's, and she has got her head screwed on and she's making all these brilliant points. Mm-hmm. And I think there also needs to be someone representing the introverted, the, the mm-hmm. less big characters for women, because I think mm-hmm. not every woman wants to be a pop star or, or in, the, in the spotlight, but they do deserve to be the, uh, just as good a musician as, they'd, as, a, as you know, anybody else. Absolutely. And I think especially a space like this is, is, is suitable for both those characters. I do. Know. I, I do. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, we do tell people, you know, that when they come to Nashville, because I've been all over the business, so I always tell them, buy a lottery ticket, because it's the same uh, uh, odds of becoming Taylor Swift. You know. I mean, it really is. It, you don't come here to be to be a star. Come here if if you love music, play music because you love it. Yeah. Um, and if you become a star, that's great. But. Uh, but do it because you love it and yeah. you want to give back or, or whatever it is to do yeah. good work. That's what we're about, doing good work. So, And if you give people that musical vocabulary, mm-hmm. it's so fantastic for for people to get, have a way of expressing themselves that's not through words. Or Yes. That's a really important that's thing. That's true. That's true. And and I think this year in particular, something's happening. Mm. And I, don't, I hope it's a global thing. I really feel like something's happening. Mm. And I don't know if it's just about Hillary or what, but... You know, I mean, the the fact that we may have a woman president, yeah. I I won't allow myself to feel it because it would be so amazing mm. uh, for the United States to finally have that. Mm. But there is something happening in in the world and the Malala uh, movement yeah. that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's some really and again they're young, they're young girls and they're sick of the shit. <laughs> They're sick of it, and they're like, "We're we're going after this. this is not right." Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, one of the things we do with young girls that have never played an electric guitar. Oh yeah. Is uh, uh, put them on an electric guitar and have them do a power chord. Yes. It wasn't until I opened my store seven years ago that I did a power chord on a guitar because I was a bass player. Yeah. And I was like, "What is this? This was the wonderful feeling." You know, with distortion. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. And so we do that with the young girls that come in. We say, okay, write a passage. And if the mom is with them, I make the mom do it, too. Oh, my God, I love it. It's like because, ceremony. Because the moms need to do it, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Praise like be. Like I said, I could go on. Praise <laughs> be. Well, thank you so much. You're more than welcome. <laughs>